Welcome to Abe's Front Porch Talk. Hope you guys are having a great day today. Today has been a very beautiful day. And maybe the weather will completely warm up where we don't have to worry about having any more cool spells and stuff. Hopefully all of that is over with. So we all can get out and enjoy the summer. Hopefully if this virus is over with by the beginning of summer. I uh, hope everybody's doing good through this virus. I know a lot of people can't stand to stay inside. But to me, it's my normal anyways. Because you guys already know, I've told you that I suffer with chronic pain. And there are days that I can't get out of the house. So I'm stuck inside. And now, you know, if we all could just learn one thing from this virus, and that's to understand that a lot of people that suffers with chronic pain, this is our normal. We're, we're stuck in like this. And when we do get to feeling better and are able to make it out, we try to take advantage of it. Because we don't know how long we're going to be stuck inside the house before we get the feeling better. And another thing, your body goes through so much when you're hurting. And your immune system is trying to fight the pain. And then as you come out of this pain, and when you start to feel better, you have to take that next day. And you got to recoup a few days before you can get back up on your feet. Well, by the time you get recouped and hoping to get outside more, you may have another spell where you go back down again for another two weeks. Or the weather turns out to be pretty bad where it's rainy and yucky and you can't get outside. And then you're stuck inside and you're wanting to do something because you've already been inside for the two weeks. So only those that know what I'm talking about suffers with this chronic pain knows what I'm going through. But the only reason I'm saying just a little bit of that, that's not about tonight's podcast anyways. I just want to let you guys know how you're feeling right now, those of you who are able to get out and enjoy life. This is what chronic pain people feels like. And this is how we're stuck inside like this. This is our normal. And so next time you're thinking about wishing you could get outside and didn't have to be stuck inside through lockdown and stuff, think about the chronic pain patients. And moving right along... Tonight's podcast is going to be the seventh commandment, and it's going to be about thou shalt not commit adultery. Oh boy. Here I go on the adultery. Now, Saturday, I mentioned in the podcast about if you lust at somebody that's committing adultery. And I didn't want to get too far ahead into the adultery part when I was talking about thou shalt not kill. But I was trying to compare those two. If you lust at someone and you commit adultery in your heart, so if you're thinking about killing somebody 
or wishing people would die all the time, and you're one of those that's against people because of skin color, then you're a murderer at your heart already. So that's why I didn't want to get too far ahead when I said this. Now, there are so many ways you can commit adultery. But there are those who are married and are not happy in the marriage that will go out and commit this adultery. There are people who said, well, when I got married, everything changed. She changed or he changed. And it wasn't like this when we was just going our separate ways. And what happens is the both of you finally came together as that one and you're living together. And now it's hard on both of you because you both are living together in the same house. And both of you have your own ways about going and doing stuff. So it brings all this pressure into you, into your marriage, what I'm saying. And then you both end up having to make a compromise. And sometimes one person does not want to compromise. Well, they'll go out and try to find somebody else to commit this adultery. Now, I want to back up some things here. And when I was able to work, I worked with a lot of people and different people and I've heard so many different things why their marriage didn't last or if they were in a relationship but just lived with the person why they didn't want to be so I mean why they didn't want to be married usually one says they didn't want to be tied down they want to be free okay that's okay that's fine that's you that's your life the other one says that they got where after two or three years, they were not happy anymore. Things were not going their way. Well, why do things have to be going your way for you to run out on your husband or wife to commit adultery with somebody else? To look up on somebody else, to lust after them, you've already committed the adultery. Now, Here's some more stuff that I've learned through a lot of other people before, too, in their life. I've also learned that, and I was surprised on this one that I learned, in dealing with the public, because I worked in restaurant work, and I've learned a lot from the people I worked with and the customers that came in, and you get to meet a lot of different people in these places. And I've learned over the years that... You've got one set that they will call swingers. The man and woman, they're, they love each other. They're married to each other. But they like what they call spice things up and go out and find somebody else. And they're happy with it. They're okay. They don't care about it. But you're still committing this adultery. But some of them wants to run the church on Sunday morning and then judge others for a different type of lifestyle that they live. Well, then another thing. Here's another one. I've heard people that are married going out on their spouse with the same sex. Now, why <laughs> they say that they get more thrill of doing that? So all these years, I'm like, well, why are you doing this and that? But yet you're talking about running the church on Sunday morning. So, 
it took me a while to understand a lot of these things. And throughout the years of talking and trying to understand this, it finally came to a reality. And someone finally explained it to me. Those who like going out on the same sex, that's married to the opposite sex, but love going to bed with the same sex, they're not happy being married to the opposite sex because that's not what they're really attracted to. So they go out here and commit adultery with the same sex to make their needs, to feel their satisfaction, to do what they want to do. And one of the other spouse, either the husband or the wife, don't even know what's going on because it's all kept secret unless they're swingers and then they don't care. Now, you got one group that swingers that don't care what the other spouse does as long as they tell each other what they're going to do and their plans. They're fine with it. Then you got this other couple that's married that believes you should be with just the one together and you're not to go out and do all these things and you're not supposed to live gay lifestyles and you're not supposed to be swingers and you're supposed to be faithful to one another. And that's good and that's great. But then I started learning that people are trying to do the right thing that's not happy in a marriage. And the whole time a man and woman's married and one of them's attracted to the same sex, they're looking at another person, another man or another woman, the whole time they're with their husbands or wife in the vehicle and they're out in public and either the man looked at another man and lusted or the woman looked at another woman and lusted and one of them has already committed adultery in their heart secretly so their spouse cannot find out that they're really attracted to the same sex. So they go behind their back and they will have an affair on them with the same sex. Now, it says in the Bible, Paul wrote, you are not to be a stumbling block to others. Now, the way we believe about homosexuality as people preaches it and call it in the churches, homosexuality, is such a big sin. But yet, people are trying to marry and do the right things. Now, I've heard this with those I've worked with and those that came in the restaurant. And it really blew my mind. And, you know, when you get laughed at and mocked about being wet behind the ears, I'm just going to tell you, I learned a lot then, and I was told I was still green, and I had a lot to learn with life, and I'm like, well, I've always heard it to be done this way. And they'll start laughing like, no, you were wrong. So... I learned a whole lot of crap in my days, and I'm only 37 years old. I would never dreamed I would learn the stuff that I did today from what I was normally taught in the old traditional ways of the churches, and you learn more on the outside. Now, you'll be surprised how many people are just going to church to please their families. But my point to all of this we are stumbling blocks because we hate people that wants to live the homosexual lifestyles. We hate the people that wants to live with another 
lifestyle. Maybe someone's attracted to different skin color, different nationality, but they're trying to please their family. So they do what their family recommends and way they've always been taught. And you know, you hear people always say, well, if you got an interracial couple, they should be killed. And you know, at one time we lived in a life where if that did go on. And I think that took place around the 50s or the 60s, maybe earlier than that. You just couldn't mix. <clears throat> Excuse me. But people even today are still having trouble trying to find love. So they please their family. They're doing everything they think they can do by pleasing their family. But yet they're still not happy and they're going out and committing adultery with what they really like. So... There's ways around this, and people are doing this secretly until something goes down and the bombshell gets dropped. And then they come clean with why they done it, and then people are mad and turn against them. But it's written, do not become a stumbling block for someone. So just because you don't agree with it and don't like a certain lifestyle, don't become that stumbling block to make these people fall into sin and make them commit the adultery. I believe if you make someone commit adultery by your own beliefs and you became that stumbling block, you will be held accountable for that sin that they've committed. And we cost a lot of people to commit adultery for not being happy. It's all about trying to make happiness along with people. And then there are those who don't care and just turned away from their family to live their life the way they wanted to live and be happy themselves and never speak to their family again. I have heard stories like this. I've heard women say that their parents turned to get in STEM for having a child of a different nationality. I've heard parents turning against their children and grandparents turning against their grandchild because their grandchild is mixed and they don't want nothing to do with that child said it's not right but god said he created you before you was even in the womb he knew thee and then when you was born before you were out of the womb he sanctified and ordained you and that mixed baby is the very breath of god the soul that lives in that person is from god the very breath of God. So if you're causing these people to marry because of you and the way you believe and talk every day and your children hears this and they're trying to please you as the parent and honor you, but yet they're not happy. They're miserable deep down inside to their spouse that they're married to. So they went out. And then when the bombshell gets dropped, when the woman cheated on her husband for being with another race or something because she was trying to please her family that was against it and became pregnant, then everything broke loose. The crap really hit the fan. People didn't like it. Parents didn't want to have nothing to do with the child. The grandchild, I mean. The grandparents didn't want nothing to do with the great-grandchild because of the skin color, because it was coming out mixed. And this woman knew if she went out and found what she was really attracted to and what she liked, she would be disowned by her family. So she just married in misery 
to the race that she was to keep everybody happy and to keep peace, but yet she stayed miserable. Sometimes suicide has happened because of this, and that goes along with thou shalt not kill. That's another thing from Saturday night's episode. People's committed suicide doing this. We've caused this to kill with our hate, our words. So this goes along with adultery. Even our words and belief goes along with this about somebody killing someone. And we're responsible for the suicide. We're also responsible for people committing adultery. So we might as well committed the adultery for them because we caused them to fall. We were the stumbling block. We cannot be a stumbling block for people in their life. How someone lives their life is not going to affect you, but you act like it does, but you're harming your own self spiritually. And you cannot see it. You've got blinders, but you say someone like me saying this has the blinders on and that the other people that's committing the adultery has the blinders on. But if you just let everybody live their own life and be happy, you could see a big difference in life and the life expand. What would happen today? People needs to learn to tend to their own business. You can tell the people, I don't agree with your lifestyle, but I'm not going to judge you for it because I have to pay for it in the long run. Life is too short to be judging and condemning and becoming a stumbling block for others. If we would let people be people, it wouldn't be all this adultery. Marriage wouldn't be so high in today's time. I've heard preachers say, oh, marriage is so high, the devil's come in and destroyed this marriage and just caused all kinds of friction and deceived one of the spouse and they will start taking sides. And next thing you know, it's all over TV how high the divorce rate is in the States and after it gets through the media, the preachers are talking about it, and it's done become worse nationwide in the United States here. Divorces has happened since the day of Moses when he written up the bill of divorcement and probably even further. Now, in the Old Testament, you see a lot of people could have as many wives as they want. But yet, they did not commit adultery. Now, I don't understand that part, how that one person can have 100 wives and not commit adultery and still walk upright and holy before God. And not only did they have 100 wives, but have 300 concubines at the same time and still walk up and righteous and be holy before God and not live in sin. But today, to do these things today is called sin. Now, in some nations, a woman can only have one wife, like in the Middle East, I believe. She can only have one. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. It's been a day. A woman can only have one husband. And the husband can have as many wives as he wants. That's what I was trying to say. He can have 20 wives, but that woman can only be married to that one man. And if one of those 20 wives finds another man and cheats on him, and he's got these 20, that one of the 20 that's called in adultery will be killed. They can stone her to death. 
Now, that's not right. If the man can have 20 wives, but the woman can only have one husband, I see something totally wrong there. I don't know where that comes in at. Well, then why cannot the woman have 20 husbands if she wants 20 husbands? And honestly, I don't know how they keep up with it because I've seen people come and go in relationships and it's like, how in the world do you expect to have a double marriage and all these wives now if you are can't even hold on to a one? So I'm amazed how they handle things over in these other nations. But I think, too, a woman there is not allowed to talk back to a man, and they have to do everything the man says. But that's not the point. That's still adultery, what's going on with the man having all these wives. And... In a lot of these places, is only marriage is only between two people and a man and a woman. Now, you look at all the adultery. We can see other people's mistakes. And we can see how other people are judging and condemning someone else's downfall and want to stone and kill somebody for falling into adultery. But at the same time, they can't see their own downfalls either. If we could start seeing our own downfalls and how we've committed adultery in so many ways and leave those who do it physically but see it spiritually on us and look in that mirror and see how we've done it through lust or whatever it is, then we'll know not to say nothing to them because we're still as guilty as the ones doing it physically. God said all sin is created equally. But let's not take life away from someone because we hate their lifestyle. I don't agree with swingers, but swingers are going to do what they're going to do anyways. I can't control them. All I can tell them is I don't agree with it and don't invite me to any of your parties you have. If you're not going to have no party and stuff, I might come over and visit, but that's as far as it's going. And no further than that, we stay out in the yard. The whole point is do not be the stumbling block to cause someone to commit adultery. You will be accountable for that yourself, being the stumbling block to make people not to be happy. Get over the hate, get over the judgment, get over the condemnation, and learn to treat people with respect and respect everyone. Thank you for listening to Abe's Front Porch Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast, look at the support button and follow the instructions there in the support button. If you'd like to catch my YouTube videos, check out my YouTube. I do have videos there. I've also put some of my podcasts up on YouTube as well. So please check them out. 
And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.